स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रमझम सुन रहे हैं आपका शब का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ी हम बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर पाँच मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में इसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकेंगी हटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि आज मौसम कुछ ठीक ठाक है आई थिंक इट्स ऑल बिकॉज ऑफ ऑल दैट स्मोक दैट वॉज इन कलोना एंड द फायर्स होपफुली देर इज लॉट्स ऑफ रेन इन कलोना टूडे सो दैट ऑल द फायर कैन बी ड्रेंचड Mm-hmm. trees can be drenched and fire can be put out yeah i mean um some of the firefighters were also saying that some people some people can go back to their homes but a lot of people got told that their houses had been either damaged or just completely gone with the fire i mean i just uh, it is so sad what's happening in british columbia because there are some people who do not get full insurance coverages mm-hmm. and when they don't they are out of pocket and you know they've got nothing left and our government isn't uh, that proactive uh, to help out and i and i bet you know on in september when the next rate increase is going to come up bank of canada will increase its rate and that will make other people who are on the brink of going bankrupt will go bankrupt. You know what's interesting though is David Eby has scheduled a visit with the provinces like southern interior. So not up where Kelowna is, but where like the other areas where we have a lot of fires. And he was saying that he wants to reassure people that the provincial government will be there for them, help them rebuild once the crisis has passed, hmm. and also get information from the front line about what communities need. So he didn't say the Kelowna but I was hoping that maybe it would mean the whole province but then you know we can't have too many expectations right Yeah well you know I mean money 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 is everything um so I just don't know how people who are um you know in this sort of a predicament especially when their houses have burnt down yeah. how can they cope with it if they don't have any insurance mm-hmm. so you know tomorrow we're going to have a special guest in our program and her name is gujinder burji and guess what she just passing by and we dragged her in so there she is and uh Hi. hello can you do the microphone yeah there you go hi gujinder how are you doing hi shushma ji mai ke cha vaste aayi jama who told you there is cha here eh? I had a message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just amazing. Uh how are you doing? I'm very good. Busy. Taiyo to mera I know. Dimag se aa jayega interview pe ke kal le. Kal bhi aana padega tha. Kal bhi aana padega koi gal nahi. Kal tar waste achhi cha cookies sab kuch rakhenge. Kyun aaj nahi changi? Aaj nahi changi. I think I think Vishal Banari hone hai cha hun tar waste. Dasya aur tusi ke nahi. I know. I didn't tell her. But I know Vishal ji from a long time. Oh, do you? Because when I used to do my women's networking event, huh? I used to bring these women yes, local right. artists through. Yeah. So she was one of the girls I brought in at one oh, time. Oh, wow. And she was so good at singing. So she is amazing. You know, Yeah. there is a video that has gone viral mm-hmm. when she got married in India. Oh, cha. At the time of her standing, Vidaidi time, yeah. she sang a song oh, for her husband. Oh. 
and it just went viral oh, all over the nice. place it's so beautiful yeah wow. i mean it's just amazing she is a fantastic singer yes we've got the best people here yeah i'm like <laughs> surprised you know i haven't seen you for so long <laughs> that's nice. okay that's good so um at 215 we're going to be talking to uh, neera agnihotri of agnihotri uh, immigration okay There's some new stuff but i wanted to talk to you about uh, all the houses that are you know um mm-hmm. getting burnt in in colona area now when when and it's not directly related but it's a question that might you might think and you might talk to your clients as well when they buy a house mm-hmm. do you always say to them buy insurance yes insurance is part of uh what they have to get i think it's part where even mortgage won't approve unless you have insurance yes they, right? so they have uh, to have an they insurance they have to have insurance so mm. that's one of you when you're writing offers is one of the subjects we put in yeah uh, you know they have to make sure they can get insurance because some houses are kind of old or there's yeah. some issues with them or you know stuff like that comes up yes um they need to get insurance on them mm-hmm. so every place that you buy you do need insurance but i don't know about disaster insurance because mm. most people don't Earthquake is something a lot of people think about. Fire is something people don't think about. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's a special clause for these kind of properties that you're out there flooding. Right. Chilliwack has so much flooding. That's remember? right. So that was the other thing. Yes. So the fire, I'm, I'm sure there is probably, but I'm not sure how that is going to work on that side. On I have two side. properties in Kelowna too. Really? Yeah, and but we're on the other side of the lake. Right. So my son was there on Thursday. Uh-huh. And I told him, I said, you know what? come back home yeah um because the fire was just starting at that point and it was getting it's um, it's ever so, so sad, sad what's so what's sad. happening in kelowna it's such so a beautiful sad. place yeah so beautiful place it's so hot there's been no rain yeah so you know what just one spark was enough to ignite so much and 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 people don't know how it started was it uh, negligence or was it I uh, don't know I'm not quite sure not, not very sure as to yeah, what happened yeah. uh, you know the news girl here might know yeah. how did the uh, the fire you know fire in kaluna start was it uh, you know was it done by a person you know सिगरेट पीते हुए यू नो दैट्स एन अदर थिंग लोग सिगरेट पी के सिगरेट फ्रूट दंदे आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड दैट या इट्स वेरी हार्ड बिकॉज इवन लास्ट ईयर अक्षी जो रन भी किया वॉज इट हॉट इन दॉलैंड पार्क ग्रास एरिया No kidding. Yeah. So now I've been told by city we shouldn't be using that park anyway. So I'm not going to use it for parking now because it's very dry, right? Yeah. Because it causes a lot of damage and it causes a fire, right? That brings us good segue segue into your uh, yeah. run. Yes. So the run is happening September on 10th. September 10th. Sunday. Sunday wale din. So now will the major part be in Holland Park? So the start and finish is Holland Park. Okay. So all the booths will be in Holland Park. Okay. Um there'll be water stations and first aid along the route. And then start there and then you do a 5k loop around downtown city core on the road. Okay. So the will the roads be closed or yes. will the the roads are going to be closed? Yes. So and this is the first time, isn't it? Second. Second time. So it's a proper road race. We call it a race, but it's a walk run, proper run. So what I'm trying to do is not do a park run. I'm trying to close the downtown city down 5 kilometers so you're actually running on the road twice for 10k yeah and once for once for 5 for love to because our city is so big vancouver has so many runs we all go to them yes bmo scotia bank yes. vancouver sun run you know they have like the night runs and surrey has none yes so the whole thing is to grow the culture of surrey that we get our first initial run going okay so i know that you know because it's not 
tomorrow we'll have try yes. and have a camera for you so that you can show us yeah, where route, yeah. the run is. But right now, if you can explain to me, so if you start at Holland, Holland Park, Park yes. so what would so be the So you start exit? at Holland Park and then you go down what is called um, 134th South. Okay, so on the south side. And then you go towards, I guess, east, um, hmm. towards 132nd or 97th. Yes. And then 132nd up okay. north. Right. Then you turn right on 108. Yeah. Back, University Drive, right through the city. So the city hall is up there. They actually watch you come through. Oh, do they really? Because <laughs> SFU City Hall, Central City. So Central City is having their cheerleaders along the route. Oh, wow. Uh, we got a lot of volunteers I'm putting along the route as well for cheerleading. How um, much work is involved in this? So much work. I'm not sleeping right now, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went crazy coming here. I'm like, oh, my God, it's not today, it's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I am basically not sleeping. My brain is go, go, go. I'll have to talk yeah. to Dr. Saab about this. Uh, Dr. Saab leaves me alone in this situation. <laughs> he said, do not touch her right now. That's my whole next week. So I got 19 days. Like That's what it gets to me. He's like, oh, my God, 19 days, this race is on. And it's a professional race. Yes. If you look it up, I actually went and kind of copied what Vancouver Sun Run mm. did, right? So kind of same bibs, timing, dates, everything is like a proper race. So wow. it can go to a level of competition. Right now, it's not. Right now, it's yeah. just a fun Yeah, thing, but right? you could in you the, could in take the coming years. You could take it to a competitive level. So City of Surrey came on as sponsors this year. Fantastic. Right? And I even got a BC health grant, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she here? Uh, Nita? Nira Agnihotri, yes, I think she's she's going to be in But it's shortly. all good. It's, it's good, you know what, it's, it's a fun event. You guys need to come out and see it because we've oh, got so much, so much fun last year. And yeah, we've got we, a lot of things. We want to set up a tent and yes. we want to cheer people on yes. and we're excited. So, so we're going to have to talk a little bit about where we're going to do that. So, okay. and so I'm just, um, today that's what I'm actually basically working on is laying out all the routes and the tent. Uh, I keep it very simple for the city because otherwise I have to have permits or electrical. Yes. The, so whatever I'm doing, as I build it, yes. then I can say, city, do this. Because city, actually, if they want to take it over, I'm ready to say, here, yeah. you take it. Yeah. Right? But then they can grow it a lot bigger. Like, Holland. look at Fusion Festival. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now the city festival, mm-hmm. right? This would be our first, like, you know, Vancouver Sunburn has, like, thousands of people. Yeah, so yeah. this would be our thousands of people yes i, I think it will be on board and you know what let people donate money and have a little fun get creative and i like to party this this is a road party i laugh at people i said book city i book halls for party this time i just booked a city hall for you this <laughs> 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 is a city hall party for you guys <laughs> fantastic so, okay. so we're going to see you tomorrow yes. and right now we're just going to take a short commercial break and then we'll have nira agnihotri with us and um We'll have lovely cha and maybe samosa for you. Oh, my. How about that? I love it. So don't But you do anyway. I try to do anyway. Don't you, don't you run every day? I run pretty well. Um, I'm cutting down running, but biking longer, three and a half hour bikes. Um, really? But once or twice a week, I try to get a good. And if I did everything in. like you, you know, I probably wouldn't have had to have my. You would never age. <laughs> 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 That's the secret to youth, okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Gujinder. Thank no you worries. so much. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And Nira Agnihotri is with us. We didn't get the answer from you. I will take it tomorrow, okay? Spice Radio, Radio Room Jimson Riyam, Kapshapka program hai. Fadi ke mutabik, aaj Nira Agni Hotri humare saath hai. Nira, aapka program mein baat baat swaagat hai. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Shishma Ji. Thank you so much for having me on air today. 
So, um, first of all, you know, you've you got offices not only in uh, Surrey, but you also have offices uh, in Kelowna. So, how, how is the office over there? Is it the doing okay? Sorry? Is it doing okay? It is doing okay. We try to keep, since COVID is it, we've tried to keep the outside offices very virtual. We're in a virtual world now, but no, it is doing, oh, is the office through the fire? Yes, yes. So far, yes. so good. So yes. Far, so okay. Yes, everybody is safe. Everybody is okay. Oh, those, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So um, many, many things to talk about um, Im- immigration ke silsile mein. But first of all, what I wanted to do was I wanted to get a, a little background from you. I mean, we've we've talked to you earlier, many years ago. Um, but I wanted to also um, get your background. How did you get into immigration law? Uh, an immigration consultancy, if you don't mind uh, telling us that. Of course, of course. So I um, had children. I had children very young. Good for you. (laughs) Yes, I'm from young. And what had happened, I wanted to be a stay-home mom until they started full-time school. Right. I wanted to stay home and raise them. I wanted to start a school. I wanted to then pursue something, but I wanted it, pursuing these um, things, being a mom, etc., on my own time and my own needs. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I was in finance. I worked at UBC in the financial department. Um, I was serious. My background was complete accounting finance. Okay. I didn't feel that I wanted to work for anybody. Mm. So when that moment came, I think a good friend of mine was doing this immigration program at UBC, and she said, yeah, I look into this. And I said, what is immigration? Mm. Born Canadian, we have the Canadian passport, means access to the world. So we mm-hmm. don't think what immigration is. I had no idea, so I did a little bit of check, I looked into it, and I said, okay, apply for the program. I'd applied for two things, ECE teacher, and when the ECE, I'm like, you can't handle your own two kids, how are you going to handle a classroom of children? <laughs> so forget that, <laughs> forget that crap. So I looked into the immigration program, and going through the theory of it, I was interested, but not very, very engaged in it, until hmm. the practical came in. Hmm. So once I completed, um, I have been practicing now since 2006, Wow. Just since 2006. And it was, you know, when you find your niche, you find what you're made for and what you're here and it's to give. And just the gratitude people uh, feel once, you know, they have their loved ones with them. Like my office deals with a lot of problem cases. Uh, We do have normal cases, but we deal with a lot of um, procedurals. We deal with many things that come up with the complications in immigration because it's not really all just about LMIA. Immigration is very vast, right? People depend upon you. So that gratitude, the thinking process, looking at the policies, how to get around one problem to the next, and it has become, it's not a job for me. It's not even a career. It has become a passion for me. Hmm. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, you didn't know what immigration was, basically because you were born and brought up here. So your parents must have come here many years ago. My parents have been here since the 70s, late uh-huh. 60s, and mom came early 70s. My right. father was here in the 60s. So, so I'm 45. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't... been here for a very long time, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yes. So uh, being in this business, helping people out, so really what makes you tick is the aspect of being able to assist people to realize their dreams, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly, that is it. And it's the critical thinking and the problem solving. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, I think, some are here to give, some are here to take. And I feel that in my practice and what we do, we 
we, I do a lot of pro bono work also for One Voice Canada, one of the founders of One Voice Canada, mm. that help the vulnerable and exploited um, temporary foreign workers and or students, international students. Mm. So it has become it has become something that it is the foundation of what NERA is, mm. is immigration. You talked about that there, there's not just uh, uh, LMIA and there is not just uh, plain simple immigration. It's a vast, vast field. So let's just uh, look at some of the things that directly concern our community. Now, when I look at uh, our community, I, I, I look at the young people who are coming from India and there, there's a young woman who works with us uh, who came right. from India. And uh, their life is very difficult. It's uh, not what it seems from India, is it? No, it's not. It's not that cherry tree with ripe cherries. Yeah. And the grass is not as green as it seems from the east. It's mm. a very difficult life because, and this is something I'm advocating on as well, so mm. a lot of advocacy, you know, as a stakeholder with Immigration Canada, where awareness needs to be created mm -hmm. in home countries. They, so the biggest problem I feel that is faced by these young children, let's hit these students right now, let's mm. start with that one problem, mm. is the agents out there can give them this dream, mm. give them documentation, make fraudulent document, um, mm. documents in order for them to come here hmm. on a visa, and that visa then now becomes a visa of convenience. Hmm. Now, the prong falls, number one, my is the government for hmm. allowing this to happen. Secondly, it falls upon the applicant hmm. for allowing that agent to manipulate all these. Hmm. Yes. So the facilitators are the Canadian government and the applicant, and of course the agent's going to make the money. Yes. So why not? Yes. Why not? They give them false dreams, false hopes. But the biggest comment I hear from a lot of my clients is like, oh, you pick it, Nira, you do it, we'll manage it. Hmm. And my answer to them is, not my life, number one. Number one, it's yeah. Your future, it's hmm. the tens and twenties and thirties of thousands of dollars you're spending on education, which you don't want to work. And you understand, once you come into Canada, you are under compliance. Mm. You're coming to Ontario to study business administration. Mm. The next day, you decide to move to Vancouver to do hospitality. Mm. So what's your intention, number mm. one? When we get there, we'll deal with it. No, it's not when we get there, we'll deal with it. Right. And the, right, it's not that. And secondly, the documents that you provide, they don't have a clue what's been provided. So, yeah, at the onset, you don't care. So you have to do renewal. You mm. have to apply for permanent residency. You have to renew your permanent residence card, and you have to apply for citizenship. Hmm. All of this is now coming to a head because CBSA is saying, well, your documents upon entry or your circumstances upon entry are fraudulent or misrepresentation. Hmm. Even though you're a citizen or even though you're a permanent resident today, hmm. see you later. Please go home. Because hmm. you would not have gained access to Canada if you had portrayed, or the decision may have been different if you had portrayed your actual documentation. So it's not, and then the difficulties that these students face is you're reliant on this. And they come here blinded. They come here, they don't understand that they have to work, that they have to go to school, that they have to follow rules and regulations, let alone the etiquette of our country. Right? The etiquette is now gone. But our workforce is done. So it's just, I think, knowledge and instruction and information 
prior to coming is upon the government. It is CAPIC is doing a lot. I'm a part of CAPIC. We are doing quite a bit. Our regulatory body is now doing quite a bit to say, hey, wake up. But I think that anybody that comes to Canada should be doing a class of what we expect. What are our rules? What are our regulations? What is your monthly cost? Because upon entry, you're showing them that you have enough money, more than enough money to um, pay for your cost of living, hmm. pay for your tuition, plus your your expenses, um, meaning your entertainment, your food, hmm. your dinners, your movies. Everything is there. So how come all of a sudden, when you arrive in Canada, these students don't have money? These students don't have any sort of backup to get through. Keep in mind, Shashmaji, if my son goes to Australia or to England or my daughter to study or your ch- children, grandson, Joe we don't have the opportunity to work, but government's also given them an opportunity to say, okay, fine, you're finding it difficult, cost of living is going up, you can also work part-time, but please continue as a full-time student. And so we, they are available to that opportunity as well. So when we um, when we look at these students who have come here, and I'm I'm only talking about the the students that have come from India, uh, whether right. they come from the north of India or the south of India, mid central India, um, there there was a story which you know caught everybody's attention about two three months ago when okay. seven hundred students uh, visas were looked at and they were all fraudulent. Now, I am not going to go, we've talked about that quite a bit with yeah. other, other um, consultants as well. But my, my feeling on that was that you cannot clap with one hand. Say, for example, it takes yeah, it takes two to do to tango, right? So if, if, so I guess when the kids found out that they were here and there wasn't a college that, that, that was going to take them in because that it never existed. What were, I mean, what could have gone in their mind because their parents have already taken a loan from loan sharks. They've, they've sent them their, their son or daughter here and there's nothing here for them. So my thought and I worked very, very closely on this case with yes. a lot of lawyers, consultants and immigration on this. And the thing is, Shashmaji, when, First thing, and I am. I look at the other side of the picture. I'm not okay. I feel sorry for the students. I do. I do, hundred percent. But now, when in India, agents don't charge anything for a study permit application because they get commission. Hmm. So when you're having to pay twenty, thirty, forty lakhs for a study permit, isn't that a red flag right away to you? Or are you aware? Are you aware that you are doing something wrong? Hmm. We need the visa. Hmm. That's number one. Number two, when you come into Canada, you don't have your call, your agents telling you, hey, don't go to that college, there's no longer a seat, find something else. Hmm. Anybody that is coming on a study permit has intellect abilities. Oh, for sure. They know how to read and write English. Hmm. They understand. They may not be aware of the policies, rules, and regulations to the T, but would they not, they have an acceptance letter, they know the, where the college is, they know where the phone, what the phone number is, they have email addresses, website contacts. Would they not have contacted that call to say, hey, we paid admission fees. Where's our seat? Yes. And number two, on 
The back of these study permits and work permits is the number for Immigration Canada, one triple eight two four two twenty one hundred. Okay, so let um, me so let me stop you there. Okay. Yes. Very good point. What if that kid had then called Immigration Canada? What would have happened to that person? They would have been safe. They would have said, "Hey, listen, I want to inform you of the situation hmm. that I was admitted in this college." Hmm. College no longer has a seat for me. I am not sure why. My intention was to go to XYZ College. Mm. But at this point, I'm having to find a seat somewhere else. Mm. That should have been sent in writing. It mm. would have been in their record. That mm. They are fully innocent. They don't have a clue. Immigration would not have said, okay, we're taking your visa back. Because you're allowed to switch colleges. If you keep in mind why people change, as mm. long as you inform immigration of what's going on, mm. you can move from Ontario to Northwest Territories, to British Columbia, to Alberta. You have movement. You have freedom of movement. But, again, inform them via web form. Inform them calling them and say, this is my current situation. My intention was to comply with these terms and conditions that this visa was issued upon. But, unfortunately, at this point in time, this is my situation, and I have applied to this college have gained acceptance, and I'm going to be starting next semester or next week or next month. Once they're informed, the DLI has now been changed. It is in immigration. So immigration is something like every other place. After six years, it drops in the system. Your immigration record never drops. 100 Mm. years later, 200 years. My parents' immigration is probably still in the system Mm. from 50 years ago. All right, that doesn't drop from the system, hmm. and it would have been in there. So when this situation came up and CBSA started investigating, hmm. they would have seen, oh, wait, this student really had no idea. They hmm. followed our policy and their conditions. This was beyond their control, and there would have been some sympathy granted there. Sunita, so, I have a caller on the line. Of course. Um, but I also want to come back to the topic because it's a very interesting topic, Uh I'll take line four first. Line four, how are you doing? Yes, hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jean. Um, Can you confirm something for me, for the students? Um, the students that come here and go to these colleges that have kind of propped up, are these right. colleges certified and are these colleges, are these colleges also paid some money by the government of Canada to have the education system um, in place, like their curriculum or whatever? Shouldn't the colleges also be vetted before they just pop up and charge whatever? 100%, 100%. So the One Voice Canada, um, the, like the, community, the group that we have for One Voice Canada, so we advocate on this. Um, we've reached out to the government of British Columbia to say, hey, when any college can pop up anywhere. And they can bail a DLI. When somebody says it's a DLI, it doesn't mean that they are publicly, um, they're public. They are still private. DLI is issued to every school. A DLI is issued. So that is another misgiving that we have. DLI number is issued to any institution. What needs to be done is the government of Canada and what we're advocating right now should have a list of approved colleges and universities that they only issue visas to. They shouldn't be issuing visas to everybody. And that is something that the government needs to step up on and which we're trying to work on. Number two, uh, when they come here, when the students come here, and if there are students listening, you must, you must 
and you only should come to an institution that provides you with a post-grad work permit or a pathway to that. Because what is the intention? You come here, spend money to come into a college or university, and at the end of your studies, you get the diploma, certificate, degree, but you have no other pathway. And what is being done now is, okay, well, I don't have a pathway to get my open work permit. Then they go and fall into the hands of other consultants, lawyers, agents. And I will not only blame consultants, because there's a lot of good consultants, many good lawyers, bad lawyers, bad consultants, good agents, bad agents. Right, so we're just given that name. But most of um, most consultants right now, what the work they're doing and fully aware is not legitimate, it's not legal. But what happens is they'll fall into their hands and they're like, okay, well, we'll get you an LMIA. But now you have to pay us another $40,000. So the vetting, yes, it does fall into the hands of the government and the colleges and the vetting needs to be in place, which is starting. With all this uproar, everything we're hearing, the vetting is now starting. There should be a list of approved and disapproved colleges and universities that the visas that the Canadian government issues to. Like I said, the number one culprit in this, it starts with the government of Canada. Openly say it, they are the ones that open these doors. They are the ones that are not looking. They are not being paid. So the government of Canada, Immigration Canada, does not pay colleges and universities to bring people in. Okay. These students coming in are already investing into our economy by paying international fees. But when I say that, that they're complaining that they have to pay three or four times as much, our Canadian kids going to the U.S., going to Australia, going to India, pay three to three or four times as, as well. much as yeah. a domestic. Yeah. Simple. That's just how it is, right? But they do not get a check, or they, the government doesn't say, okay, well, here you go, open up your college. So there is a blindfold over the eyes of the government because they've met and checked all the boxes that the provincial or the local government requires to open this. They provide them the paperwork that is required. They cannot come on site. So for the government or CBSA to do an investigation, they cannot go to every door. They will only act and start the investigation once they have a complaint or an issue. So they they don't have those resources. So caller, do you have your answer? I think so, yes. It was good to know because I was, you know, No problem. Neera will take a short break. Of course. And we'll be right back. Thank you, caller. Um, stay with us, Neera, and we'll uh, be right back after the short commercial break. Neera Agnihotri of Agnihotri Immigration is with us. If you want to ask her any questions, 604 280 1200 Vancouver ki original Punjabi market mein, uh, Main Street or 49 se leke 51st tak. Aaj humare saath Neera Agnihotri hain, Agnihotri Immigration ki taraf se. Neera, welcome back into the program Thank again. You. Thank uh, you, Shushma I was thinking ke um, uh, students ki baat ki, aapne uh, consultants ki baat bhi ki. Uh, humne uh, legal implications ki bhi baat ki hai. And you're right ke, you know, jo government ke taraf se jo bhi hidayatein di jati hain unko 
बहुत अलग अलग तरीकों से लोग इंटरप्रेट भी कर सकते हैं एंड इंटरप्रटेशन अगर अलग तरीके से हो रही है और वो गवर्नमेंट की मंशा नहीं थी तो डोंट यू थिंक द गवर्नमेंट शुड हैव कॉट ऑन टू दैट राइट अवे they should have now when i answer this question i say the government of canada is very transparent hmm. so we work on a system of honesty hanji so whatever we do submit they take it as you're submitting correct information right take right? so unless there's something that triggers we the expectation of the canadian government is okay this person submitted these applications these documents etc we are giving them um we are hoping not hoping they it is giving like a stat declaration yeah yeah right it's a stat declaration stating that information provided is true and factual that's right so they Achha. live on that but now i think just with the recent things that have been happening and the the knowledge that they're gaining so what happens it's the genuine person that will suffer it is the other that will get through because they know the loophole yeah but it's a system of integrity yeah. and we've broken that system unfortunately for them to now have to say okay well now we have to vet everything now we have to look at everything which it should not be the case right when we say something what i'm saying to you today or when i do something i do it with honesty integrity and it's very transparent but for them to the can you imagine the amount of money and resources now that our taxpayers are paying going into these investigations hiring new staff the backlogs the delays because now they're like well the system is no longer transparent now we have to look at so many things so tell me is this only with the satyajan community ki is tarah ke ghaple baaki communities ki taraf se bhi hote hain majority of it would be the asian community and i don't want to be stating anything but it does happen throughout so immigration i've always said is a gray area hmm. so if you have a little bit of playing room play it safe Wait, don't manipulate all documents. Don't do any of that. But if you have to you've got that little bit of playing room, play within your gray area. Please don't go into red, blue, yellow, green. Right? Say black, white and gray. All right? So as long as like you're providing this documentation, you must know that everything you can say whatever you want to the government of Canada. In your submission, you can say anything. You can make your case. The backup is evidence. it's the proof hmm that we provide alongside these applications and these proofs and backup also should have a backup and proof if they go and verify so students ka jo issue hai is tarah ke issues pehle bhi aa chuke hain i remember yes. there used to be nannies ka issue kitna bada tha everybody was coming here as a nanny and and, and, and they stopped that program so yeah. what happens is wo kuch bhi calling government of canada kuch bhi calling जो लोग है ना उसका प्यार कर देते हैं तो एट द एंड ऑफ द डे वो जाके बंदी हो जाता है सो आई वाज लिसनिंग बंदी करवा देते हैं बिल्कुल मैं आज देख रही थी एंड आई थिंक आई थिंक देयर वाज अ न्यूज़ रिपोर्ट इन व्हिच दे सेड कि दे विल हैव टू हॉल्ट द स्टूडेंट वीजा प्रोग्राम यस ऑस्ट्रेलिया में क्या हुआ है उन्होंने तो इंडिया से लेने बंदी कर दी ऑस्ट्रेलिया में जी ऑस्ट्रेलिया ने बंद कर दिया एंड यू नो जो हमारी इमिग्रेशन सिस्टम है अगर हम देखें सब स्टूडेंट्स न्यूजीलैंड ऑस्ट्रेलिया जा रहे थे उसके right. बाद तीन चार साल बाद यहाँ पर शुरू हुए हैं सो इमिग्रेशन ऑलवेज फॉलोज वीज कंट्रीज आर डूइंग 
ये पीछे से नॉर्थ इंडिया से तो स्टूडेंट वीजा विजिटर वीजा सब लाइक हॉफेड हो गए थे अब थोड़े से खुले हैं दोबारा बट फॉर फ्यू मंथ वॉज हाई रिजेक्शन राइट हाई हाई रिजेक्शन राइट राइट सो इट जस्ट कम टू अंटिंगशन फ्रॉम दिस रीजन एक और चीज जो आई थिंक हमारी कम्युनिटी के लोग जो कि अपने रिश्तेदारों को यहाँ बुलाना चाहते हैं नो मैटर किस भी रीज़न के लिए कि वहाँ इंडिया में वो रहना नहीं चाहते पूरी फैमिली यहाँ रहती है कुछ केसेस ह्यूमैनिटेरियन बेसिस पे भी देखे जा सकते हैं उनमें से कौन से केसेस ऐसे हैं जिन पे लोग ज़रा ध्यान दे सकते हैं एंड दे कैन बी सक्सेसफुल इज़ इट इफ द एंटायर फैमिली इज़ लिविंग हेयर एंड मम एंड डैड आर द ओनली वन लिविंग in india can they bring their parents over here they can so we've done several of cases so we have to look at the circumstances of the mom and dad in india hmm. do the mom and dad have property do they how is their support network in india are they utterly alone is the person family here supporting them financially emotionally physically so there's so many factors humanitarian and compassionate cases have a 10% approval rate out of 100% Hmm. when you hit these cases anybody can apply but the approval rate is so low when we do an agency case it takes me 3 to 5 months to complete hmm. after doing local research country research provincial research then looking to see do they have homes what sort of fear does an elderly person face there there's so many factors to take into consideration we've had several our agency cases have been quite successful hmm if not the first time definitely the second time we haven't had to go to appeal hmm uh, you look we've had cases where there's a single sister living in a country hmm. where she's of the age of 40 hmm entire family is here for her to go reestablish and find a job to financially establish herself is very difficult hmm we've had cases of where there's been domestic abuse hmm right and that person has come here to get away from the spouse Mm. So there's so many factors like we our firm does we don't work on quantity we work on quality. Right. If I take on a case, I see a probability of it being like we can never guarantee. Mm. But I want to see a probability of a 70% approval. Mm. Other than that it's a waste of my time, a waste of the client's money. It is just nobody has the the finances, but we're very blunt and honest. We say this is your chances. Mm. This is what may happen. and i don't want to give you all this right information say yeah na paadi ho jayega ho jayega koi gal nahi karwa lo kuch nahi no cuz tomorrow is my reputation hmm. it is my integrity as well and plus people in today's time people earn hard money hmm. it's not easy to earn money to come and spend x amount of thousands of dollars with me mm-hmm. but i we look at the probability we cannot guarantee anything and there are some cases that i say that it's just not going to happen like no matter what we do and sometimes they make that decision saying well here's a get a disclosure sign saying that i've advised you but you still want to proceed but it is giving that correct information not about obtaining hundreds of clients you want to you want to have the good 10 clients where you know that you will somehow somewhere get something done so when we take on a client sometimes it's a long road but at the end something gets figured out somehow anyhow right if i take on and that's i think this is why it's a profession for me not a business mm-hmm. a lot of people have made this into a business it's not a business at all for me it's a profession where they come to you with so much hope 
and they appreciate the, the, the candid advice. Mm. Hey, this is what's going to happen. You want to proceed, you proceed. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Even though it may be an easy ride, you still, there's always that chance of rejection and you always have to prepare your client for rejection. So do you have any offices in India? I do not, Shishmaji. I cannot trust um, what's happening out there. Right. And I don't travel out there often enough. Right. I will not. I take care of my clients, my staff here, and I take care of our clients from within Canada. Everything has gone virtual and online. Hmm. I don't even go there to gather clients. I don't do any of that. Hmm. Thank God reputation and word of mouth works. But I cannot trust handing over my reputation and my name to hmm. somebody there that may misuse it. So um, offices, you've got one in Surrey. And Kelowna, we just talked Burnaby about. Burnaby yeah. Kelowna. Right. So uh, for Burnaby and Kelowna, people can make appointments with you. And okay. would you personally go and see them, or would you would you do it over, um, you know, Zoom and all that? If they prefer in person. Um, yes. Of course, Burnaby and Kelowna, I need some exams. Yes. If they want to see me in person, I, I always do the initial consult. I have five consultants that work with me, mm-hmm. but initial consult is always done by me. Mm-hmm. It's my name that they come for. Mm-hmm. Um Staff may do the paperwork and the follow-ups with them. Mm-hmm. But if they need to see me in person, of course, we will make the time. But otherwise, a lot of, you know, like immigrants don't have the capability of going on to Zoom or they don't have that, they're not tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So we understand completely. So I work with the clients. So if people wanted to connect with you, um, we do have your commercial running at the moment, but... Um, can you yes. give us the number the, where they can contact you? Of course. Um, our phone number is 604. 604-597-597-2284. 2284. Now, Nina, which are the most important, I mean, each and every immigration case is important for you, but which are the ones that you enjoy doing and you feel that it's helping the client and it's also helping the country. It is. I enjoy doing, especially family cost refusal, reuniting family members. Ah, that so is very close to heart. Family reunification. Whether family reunification. Mm. I love doing the humanitarian, compassionate right. ground cases. Yeah. I enjoy, of course, the economic business class is very, very challenging as well. Yes. But I think I'm more of a compassionate person. <laughs> um, I love doing the ones that have been rejected five times. And then it's come to us where we now have to we have to dissect it all. So is it a, is it a, is it a huge process once a case is rejected? Do you have to work extra hard on that particular case? Every, every refusal you have to work extra triple hard. Really? Yes, you do. You have to address all the refusal reasons, the grounds of refusal. We have to look at the change of circumstances from that time of refusal. We have to, oh, it is it is a lot of work. That's why when people call me and say, Hamadi file submit hogi 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 and I plainly say I need time. I can submit <laughs> it like everybody else. It's just five forms. Hmm. It's what goes into the background, my declarations, my affidavits, submission letters, or addressing concerns. If we keep in mind temporary residence is now looked at by artificial intelligence. Hmm. You have to ask for manual. Um, it's a mach- it's a computer that makes the decision and the officer signs off. Right. So the first time rejection is very high, but then you have to you have to then ask them for a manual. Hmm. Manual. They are looking at it manually and asking an officer to actually read your notes. Hmm. 
Hmm. So it takes a lot. It does. So after a rejection, we do take very due diligence in completing files. We do due diligence the first time too. Yes. 100% we do. But sometimes when a lot of the refusal cases are not from our firm, they've come from somewhere else. Yes. Like our success rate, Touchwood, has been quite, quite decent. Yeah. But we also have rejections. And then we have sit back and we look at notes and we see, okay, now we then look at case law. What case law can we bring forward hmm. to address the officer's concern? So it mm-hmm. takes a lot. It takes a lot of work, definitely. I am so glad that you and I got an opportunity to talk about this. And there are, um, you know, a handful of very decent consultants in our community and there are a lot of people outside of our community India mein baithe hue hain jo ki you know khayali logon ke pulao jo hai unko pakate hain and i and i find that very disturbing i've seen some young students come here and ladkiyan khas taur pe kis tarah se unko treat kiya jata hai i don't like that yeah. Employer exploitation, college yeah. exploitation. Yeah. Exploitation is exploitation. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that is not right. <laughs> no, very wrong. Very wrong. Thank you again for taking time Thank and you. talking to us. And we will love to do this chat one more time. Or of course. You can give us a telephone number. 604. 597-597. Two two, two two, eight four, eight four. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Shushma ji. Thank you so much for having me today. Bye bye ji. Nira Agnihotri, who is Agnihotri Immigration, is with us. We will take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio Radio Room. Jam Sundari, you are listening to our program. Today, in our program, we have our guest, Agnihotri Immigration, Nira Agnihotri. In tomorrow's program, Gurjinder Burji will be our guest. रन सरी रन जो हो रहा है उसके बारे में जानकारी देंगी ये जो रन सितंबर के महीने में होने जा रहा है उसकी जानकारी वो हमारे कल के प्रोग्राम में हमें देंगी और व्हेन थर्सडे के प्रोग्राम में हम आपकी मुलाकात स्टेट बैंक ऑफ इंडिया कनाडा के जो वीपी हैं उनसे करवाएंगे वो हमारे स्टूडियोस में होंगे अगर आपके पास कोई सवाल उनके लिए हुए तो तैयार रखिएगा चलते चलाते आपको याद दिला दें कि 27 तारीख को पंजाबी मार्केट जो कि वैंकूवर में है उस जमाने में जब हमारी कम्युनिटी यहां पे अपना बिजनेस खोलना शुरू कर रही थी 1970s के दशक में तो 49th से लेके 51st तक ये मार्केट बननी शुरू हुई उसके आसपास भी बनी फ्रेजर स्ट्रीट पे भी बनी और इस वीकेंड को इस मार्केट के बारे में और जानकारी भी आपको मिलेगी इसे एक हेरिटेज जो जगह की उपाधि देना चाह रहे हैं लोग और इसीलिए ये सारे फंक्शंस वगैरह भी किए जा रहे हैं अगर आपका बचपन इस पंजाबी मार्केट में गुजरा हो तो जरूर आइएगा इस वीकेंड को हम भी होंगे वहां पे हमारा पूरा स्टाफ वहां पे होगा और हम आपका बेखरारी से इंतजार करेंगे हमारे पास वेका फूड्स की तरफ से काफी गिव हैं हमारे लैंडमार्क सिनेमा की तरफ से मूवी टिकट्स हैं तो ये सब कुछ हम आपके लिए इस आते संडे को पंजाबी मार्केट में मेन और 49 से लेके मेन एंड 51st तक हम आपका इंतजार करेंगे मुझे ये इजाजत दीजिए वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकी खटकी और दिल में समाई उन सब को लेके विल बी हियर टुमारो और गुरजिंदर बुर्जी हमारा साथ देंगी स्टेट्यून फॉर द ड्राइव होम ग्राइंड विद डीजे फ्लाइट राइट हियर 
ऑन स्पाइस रेडियो विद माया और आपके रिक्वेस्ट रेडियो रिमजिम पे नूतन के साथ